0: Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Uh, happy Inauguration Day to all the Americans uh out there and a happy wednesday to everybody else or as happy a wednesday as we can have after whatever that game was last night uh today we're gonna kind of unpack the scoring in that game we're gonna look at the offense the defense uh what we did well what we could have done better uh and we'll also uh check in on the central our new daily segment of what else is going on in the division so we'll start off with whatever whatever that was last night. Uh, I actually don't think it was too bad as a game. I think that might be the best game that we've played so far, which is why it's so frustrating that it ended the way it did. Um, you know, it's, it starts off pretty well. Uh, we were getting plenty of shots, and then uh, we go into first intermission tied. Uh, tied at zero which is, you know, pretty good. Uh, Stop me if you've heard this one before, but the Blue Jackets uh, scored first. Uh, They scored a couple of minutes into the second period. Boone Jenner with an absolutely laser rocket of a shot. Uh, That's not a... Laser rocket's not a thing. That's fine. Um, But again, Boone Jenner kind of showing that he is still a player that can produce points. Uh, this is maybe the best I've seen Boone Jenner play in in a long while, the the opening of this season, which is good because, uh, as we'll get into a bit later on, nobody else has showed up, with a couple of, of notable exceptions. Um, Domi, I thought, had a much better game uh, than he's had so far. I, I still don't think it was great. He was still kind of forgettable, but he didn't make any kind of truly baffling moves with the puck uh, he didn't take any stupid penalties so you know it's it's progress um and again he has kind of had flashes of settling in and figuring out right okay this is what i could do this is what i can't do um so you know hopefully hopefully he continues to grow uh Im- almost immediately after the goal we take a penalty uh and we ruin our perfect PK streak uh, at I think eight in a row because uh, Anthony Mantha scored. It was a, it was a pretty a pretty ideal goal for the Red Wings who have also struggled to get their offense going. Uh, and it was kind of an unlucky bounce for us. Uh, shot came in from the high slot, I believe, bounced off the skates of either the blue jackets defenseman or the red wing standing in front of the net as a screen directly to mantha and elvis just couldn't couldn't get across in time uh, i believe it went off the post and in or if not it was very close to to being off the post and in so you know that's unfortunate but there's nothing there's nothing really elvis could have done about that uh, and i think elvis in, de- in general had a much better game uh, than he did on Saturday against the Preds, so, like, I feel like I'm constantly ragging on these guys for being shit, but, uh, you know, a a lot of them have turned up, Uh, maybe not the ones that we need to turn up the most, but it's still early days in the season, Um, and just as uh, Jeff Svoboda is tweeting that We're about to go into the second intermission. Tied 1-1 for a Blue Jackets game. Stop me if you've heard this before. Um, Bobby Ryan scores his third goal in the series. He's on four goals for the season. You know, he's an incredible, incredible comeback story. Uh, Just, again, it was a weird, a weird bounce. I think it bounced to him. And then Seth Jones managed to get a stick on it just enough to deflect it over Elvis's shoulder which again unfortunate not Elvis's fault um just another misstep that Jones and Wierenski have been having this season I have no doubt that they'll bounce back you know they're both phenomenal defensemen uh, and I'm not sure what's what's going on there but they haven't been themselves yet so I would expect them to bounce back and kind of show us especially Seth Jones the kind of the Norris worthy defense that he is starting to be known for around the league. Uh, so we go into the third period trailing, uh, and with five uh, five minutes into the third period, uh, Alexander Texier again scores his third goal of the season. Uh, they flip-flop back and forth. First it was Texier's, then it was Liam Foodies who was in front. Then they decided no, it bounced off Mark Stahl, uh, who has been having not a great season so far we talked about this a little bit unlocked on Red Wings uh but he did instead of blocking that shot he did punch Bernier in the neck uh which is not what you want from your goaltender uh but Alexander-Texier eventually gets credited with the goal uh and that's his third of the season he's he is going to be so fun like, I was, watching, I was watching the game last night. Him and Foodie, I think, are going to be monsters. If, after a couple more seasons of development, like, Foodie's just so fast. He's so strong on the park. He makes such good decisions. Texier is turning into a really good centre, I think. I think that's... Which is, you know, what we need in terms of if Dubois decides that he wants to go somewhere, uh, I think we'll miss him, obviously, you know, he's a phenomenal player, but having the fa- having Texier kind of step in and do so well has kind of taken a little bit of salt out of the wound of Dubois leaving, which is good. Uh, <clears throat> and then, of course, almost exactly like uh Mosley-Kens second game last season, uh, where we lost in overtime against Chicago, uh, we start overtime, everything's going great, it's a little kind of flip shot uh just into the pads uh, it ends up bouncing off of uh, uh lower body shall we say uh and just in the net 15 seconds in it's unfortunate uh I thought he'd kicked it in at first but no it, it bounced off some part of his shorts or um as my uh Minnesotan friend likes to likes to remind me his Breezers, which is a ridiculous name for hockey shorts, but there we have it. Um, and so, you know, that was that was the game. Like I say, there was some good in there. I thought Mungeno was really good. He's been good all season. Texier obviously continues to take steps forward. Um, Grigorenko, I thought, was having a, a kind of a struggle uh, game. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, and kids I thought, did the best he could under the circumstances, uh, circumstances which being his defenseman, keep putting pucks in the net behind him so uh coming in just a minute we will talk about some of the things that we could have done better that game and kind of as a season uh in a whole uh, but first let me tell you a little bit about rockauto.com with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models of cars it's basically impossible to stock all of the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like uh, is your odyssey an electric or an ex i don't know it's an odyssey it's a car um you know you have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer choosing the brand that his warehouse carries uh why not just stay at home which you should be doing anyway uh but at home you have computers and you have access to rockauto.com uh either on your laptop on your phone uh but RockAuto.com is a family business. It's been serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Uh, if you go to RockAuto.com, you can find auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, uh, to tail lamps, motor oil, and even you know things like new carpet. Uh, if you can put it on or in your car, then RockAuto.com sells it. Uh, it takes a few easy clicks, and it gets delivered directly to your door. Uh, the rockauto.com catalogue is unique, it's really easy to navigate, you could quickly see all of the parts that are available for your vehicle, choose the brand, specifications and prices that you prefer. Uh, and best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and DIYers. Why would you spend twice as much for the same parts, when well, you could go to rockauto.com and see all of the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write locked on in the how did you hear about this box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com 2020 is mercifully over, you know, it's, it's almost February, which, wow, the that has gone fast, uh, it is time for a fresh start and a few more wins, if you're going to bet this year and you want some more wins, then listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports, they're going to be picking college basketball, football and NBA locks all winter long, subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts. So Grigorenko, who has impressed me thus far in the season, uh seemed to have kind of an off game last night. I don't know what it was. Uh I don't know whether it was due to being moved off that top line. But whatever it was, it didn't it didn't sit right with him. The puck was bouncing all over the place. Uh he just couldn't seem to make it settle down. Um and again, I don't know, that could have been like an ice issue, it could have been an issue with the stick, it could have been just, you know, guys have off nights. Uh, But it was frustrating to see someone that has looked so good in the first three games uh, A, get demoted, and B, struggle that much. Um, So, you know, you'd like to see him bounce back. Uh, Maybe not next game, because we're playing Tampa, and I fully expect us to get murdered if we play the way we have been. Um, But, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. We'll talk about the Tampa matchup uh, tomorrow. Uh, The other... Struggle, I think you know, is we've talked about it so many times. It's the power play. Um, I talked a little bit about it yesterday with uh, Nolan Bianchi of Locked On Red Wings. Whatever it is, it's not working, and it feels like they're just doing the same thing with the with different people, in the hope that maybe this person will be able to will be able to fix it. Um, And you know, they do have flashes of of. Good. Obviously, you know, Bjorkstrand got a hell of a shot on him. If we can get Bemström going with that one timer Ovechkin type uh shot from the hash marks, you know, these these are all things that are conceivably doable. But for whatever reason, I don't know if it's a coaching thing or if it's just that again, our power play our power play is haunted by ghosts, uh, but it's not whatever it is we're doing, it's not working. And I think we maybe need to consider trying something different, either a different system or, I don't know, we've we've split Jones and Wawrinski up on the power play, so they're both kind of, quote-unquote, quarterbacking it. But what if we put them on the same unit? Then, you know, we've got a guy like Michael Delzotto, who has been one of the better Blue Jackets defensemen, which is not something I thought I'd be saying uh, four games into the season. Uh, but you know, put him on the second unit. He's got some offensive jump, uh, and you know, maybe take it from there. Because clearly, whatever's whatever's going on right now, this one defenseman, three forwards, and then someone in the uh, someone in the slot is not is not working. Um, it's unfortunate that our penalty kill allowed a goal last night. Because uh, again, I think that's been really strong, uh, which is ironic considering how poor we've been defensively thus far um so you know i expect that to continue in terms of we'll probably have one of the better power plays in the league Uh, i'd like to think it would be top 10 at least i think we were 12th overall last year um so you know if we could kind of finish about there that would be good um i'm not going to get too much into uh the defense as a whole because jones and warinski were better last night than they have been uh gavrikov and savard i think have been pretty solid uh but honestly i think some of our best defense this season has come from Kukan and delzotto which you know again just as we all predicted right leading the team in scoring we've got alexander texier uh boone jenner and uh, michael delzotto like that's they were my top three picks for the offensive dynamos of the season uh which is fine i feel fine about that um, but yeah, I think Del Zotto has kind of been a little bit of a revelation in terms of his offense. Uh, I was fully expecting him to be bad. I'm not going to lie. Like, this is no, there's no point kind of mincing words or anything. I was expecting him to be awful. And he has kind of proven that he deserves to have a spot in the regular lineup, which is... Uh, it's pretty good. It gives us some versatility. Uh, I still maintain that I would like to see Andrew Peake get some time this season, but I'm not sure when that will be. Uh, maybe next, because, you know, we're, what, one, two, and one the minute, which is not ideal, but is technically second in the division, uh, if only because the first five teams in the division are tied at tied for first place. Um, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um, other things, I think, we could improve on i want some kind of consistency with the lines i know that Todorella is famous for this like joel quenville style line blending uh if it's not working within you know three shifts then we're going to change it up but the problem with that is you know i've talked about it endlessly on this podcast before you need to have guys that know where the other guys are going to be uh, and I think partially that's Domi's issue at the minute is it's a new team. He doesn't really know anyone. Um, this is what, his 12th twelfth time on the ice with them, maybe. Um, it's his sixth game time situation or scenario. You know, he's played four games and he had two scrimmages with the team before because we have no preseason. We didn't really have any sort of proper training camp. Uh, so I think it is partially kind of a chemistry issue there with Domi um but that's that's the problem that the whole team is having i think because the guys that are playing the best are the guys that are having consistent line mates so foodie has been with nash and um robinson basically the entire season so far which i know it's only 4 games but you know it it makes a difference uh relatedly when eric robinson's hands catch up to his feet he's going to be so much fun like that kid's got wheels man um boon jenner is kind of the exception to to the um exception the exception that proves the rule here shall we say because for whatever reason it doesn't seem to matter where you put him he has come into the season with some kind of mission uh but you know del zotto and kukan they've been together since the start of the season and, you know, they've been consistently decent. So maybe if we kind of keep our forwards together for longer than half a period, it would result in something approximating consistency and production. Um, I know that for the most part they have been, but it's these little tweaks of, like, um, guys don't know what centre they're going to get. I think the winger pairs are mostly... Are mostly kind of set, um, but again, Tortorella will just kind of mix things up, and he will stick guys on the fourth line for if he thinks that they're not skating hard enough or whatever. Um, so it's that's that's a problem. I think that's only going to get worse as the season goes, especially if we keep not performing to expectations, which I don't think we have so far. Um, coming up in just a minute. We are gonna check in on the central because there's some worrying news coming out of Carolina, uh, and we'll also look at Florida uh, getting Bobrovsky for the start of the season. So uh, we'll we'll check in with our neighbours in the south. Uh, but first, let me tell you about Bet Online. So the NFL regular season has finished up. The playoff picture has happened. You know. Uh, Tom Brady keeps doing things despite being a million years old. Uh, you know, you know. if you want to make some money on on Tom Brady doing things, there's only one place that has you covered, and there's only one place that we trust, and that is betonline.ag. If you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag, use promo code LOCKEDON, you get a 50% welcome bonus. That means if you put $100 in, you get $50 to spend. If you put $200 in, you get $100. It's literally free money. Uh, so, you know, you could use that free money to bet on whether you think Cam Atkinson is ever going to score a goal again or if Elvis Mosleykins will manage to win a game in regulation or, you know, anything, anything you want. Uh, so don't sit on the bench anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. So, news came out of Carolina yesterday, I believe, uh, that the game last night was postponed because, quote, an overabundance of caution uh, in line with the league's COVID-19 protocols, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Uh, it Then later came out that four players had been placed into COVID protocol, joining Jordan Stahl, who's been there for a few days now, and... Uh, And it then later came out that three of those players had tested positive for COVID. um, Which has led to Carolina postponing this mini-series with Florida, I believe. Uh, So they were supposed to play... Nope, I'm lying. It was uh, Nashville. Carolina was supposed to play Nashville last night that got postponed they've announced that carolina's games have been postponed until at least saturday uh which is you know cool and fun and good and i'm so glad that sports are happening during this pandemic uh where apparently the nhl isn't even paying for like rapid testing so a guy could have covid for a couple of days and be around his teammates and you know everything is fine up until oh hang on half the team has it um which, it really frustrates me that they're making the guys wear masks, like, in the locker room, or the backup goalie has to wear one on the bench, and the coaches have to wear them. Uh, but they're allowed to, like, Dylan Larkin and Zach Wrensky are allowed to, like, breathe on each other while they, while they fake fight. So, I don't know. It feels like we're getting closer and closer to the season shutting down again, which... I feel like we all expected to some part. Like, I've been talking to my friend Sarah, host of Locked On Kings, about it. You know, we believed that we would get hockey back when the puck dropped for game one of the season. Uh, and, you know, we've made it, what, a week into the season so far, and we've already had, you know, maybe 20, 25 players get put on COVID protocol. So it's just, it feels like, it's very quickly spiralling out of control, and the NHL can talk about how Carolina is, follow- is following all of the protocols and procedures correctly, and they're not doing anything wrong, but they're still ending up with players that test positive, so at this point maybe we should accept that the protocols and procedures that the NHL is making them follow are not good enough, but what do I know? I, I wouldn't be surprised if the league shuts down in a couple of weeks, frankly, Um, Which would suck. Like, I've enjoyed having hockey back, but who knows? I think at this point, I would rather have players be safe, especially, you know, guys like Max Domi. He's got type 1 diabetes, he's got celiac. Capo in New York has type 1 diabetes. Uh, Nick Felino has a daughter who has got, you know, a heart condition. You know, I don't know what he's bringing back in the into the house when he goes home after practice. So it is worrying that the NHL seems content with the procedures that they're doing at the minute, and they seem content with, oh, okay, this is this is fine. It'll blow over. It's only like four guys from this one team, or you know, it's seventeen guys from Dallas who have still not started their season because of. Because they had a COVID breakout in training camp, you know? So it's... It's it's annoying. It's frustrating. It's worrying. Uh, it is so many words that, you know... We, I know that we all know this. But I just can't see any good coming out of this season, frankly. Um, on a different note, Sergei Bobrovsky made his season debut last night, uh, and in true Florida Panthers fashion, it was a 5-4 overtime win uh, against the Black Hawks, who have allowed five goals in every game thus far this season, so you know, wherever we are on the, in terms of good or bad, we're at least not Chicago, so it's it's the little things in life, right, um, I'd like to think that Borowski will bounce back, from the god awful season he had last season, I don't think he will be literally last in the league in safe percentage and goals allowed against. But you know, we'll we'll see what happens there. He also probably won't be a ten million dollar goalie, so you know, somewhere somewhere in the middle would be would be all right. Um, that's most that's the that was the most exciting thing about last night was uh, I watched some of the Florida Panthers games. Nice to see Paprovsky again, uh, but. Man, I am glad that we have Corpasalo and Mosleykins now. Sorry, Bob. Uh, coming up tomorrow, uh, we have got a mailbag segment, and we also have. Uh, we'll look at the Tampa Bay upcoming miniseries. We'll break down what Tampa's been doing so far, uh, and we'll maybe predict. Do some. Do some more predictions and see if I can get any right. Uh, Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Uh, I My notifications have been blowing up since yesterday because I made a comment about Mike Babcock's redemption piece. Uh, And so, you know, if you like seeing someone get angry about the way sports continually fail their players and people who are vulnerable to that sort of thing... Then, you know, give me a follow over there. You can find this podcast at LO underscore Blue Jackets. Make sure you follow me there. I'll be live tweeting all the games and uh, probably be making snarky comments about Max Domi's offensive production. Uh, and if you have comments, questions for the mailbag, wink, wink, uh, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Uh, but until then, I will see you tomorrow.